Welcome to the Kuppinger Coal Analyst Chat. I'm your host. My name is Matthias Reinwart. I'm the director of the Practice Identity and Access Management here at Kuppinger Coal Analysts. My guest today is Alejandro Leal. He is research analyst with Kuppinger Coal, um, currently hailing from the United States. Hi, Alejandro. Good to see you. Hi, Matthias. Good to see you. Happy to be back. Happy to have you back. And we're talking today about a topic that you covered in a recent leadership compass, uh, our document that compares um, vendors and services in a specific market segment. We want to talk about password-less solutions. So to start out, um, when we talk about password-less, what does that replace? What what are passwords and how are they, um, yeah, how are they considered from a security perspective and from a compliance governance perspective? Well, I think uh, before we need to ask ourselves, why do we use passwords? So if we look at the origins of passwords, we have to go back to 1961. Uh, at the time, MIT was one of the cradles of computing activity. And it was also during this time when computer scientists at MIT developed a computer time sharing system, the CTSS. Essentially, the CTSS was uh, an operating system for multiple users that employed separate consoles to access a shared mainframe. And it required users to use passwords to secure and access private, private files. Uh, so by developing such a system, the birth of passwords in a way also introduced the concepts of logging and authentication in the digital world. Uh, however, only a few months passed before the CTSS suffered from a password breach. Basically, uh, a software bug infected the master password file and it made available all the passwords to anyone who logged into the system. So this breach demonstrated that passwords were not designed to secure a system, but were instead created to keep track on how much time was spent on shared mainframe computers. So in this context, um, we understand that passwords are remnants of a time when hacking and password-based attacks were not common and widespread. Uh, since the early days, the internet has changed a lot but passwords have remained practically the same. And the issue with passwords is that they can easily be stolen and compromised, but they can also be very costly, difficult to maintain and manage. They're time consuming and they often result in a poor user experience. So keeping passwords secure is a top priority for any organization because once a password is compromised, it is very difficult to detect or prevent a security breach because now the attackers are in possession of a legitimate password. Um, some passwordless options have been used uh, for a while, such as hardware tokens or smart cards. But today we see a trend of new solutions that include the ability to support uh, legacy systems. They support a range of authenticators, 
They use public key cryptography and other innovative approaches that I will talk in a second. Um, so it's clear that the need for passwordless solution is increasing. However, finding a passwordless solution that is simple, effective, and secure is a bit more challenging. So organizations and businesses must confront password-based attacks and find alternatives without disrupting their users and their business practices. And this leadership compass provides an overview of the market for passwordless authentication products and services and presents a compass for you, for you uh, to find the right solution that will help your organization, your workforce, your customers, or your partners. In this compass, in this report, we examine the market segment, we examine the products, functionalities, and some of the innovative approaches to providing passwordless authentication solutions. Right. When we you've described it well, that um, it was not really about security; it was about time sharing and the the amount of time that has been spent. But nevertheless, since 1961, we have um, still the concept of passwords here, and we have still the dangers of passwords here. So, but it seems a bit, um, yeah, weird to say, okay, we get more secure by removing passwords or so password less seems to be less secure than with passwords, but this is not the case, right? That's right. Uh, you know, we see, for example, a uh, few years ago, traditional MFA solutions were hailed as overcoming the issue with passwords. But uh, the problem is that some MFA solutions, they still rely on a password as the first factor or as the backup factor for authentication. And some of these require uh, SMS codes or one-time passwords and other options that are easily fishable. So the goal that passwordless authentication solutions are trying to overcome is to provide a consistent logging experience across all devices, introduce a frictionless user experience, And of course, perhaps the most important thing to secure uh, those devices and endpoints. So when you say passwordless solutions, um, is there a common denominator to say, okay, there are some concepts that are the same for all of these passwordless uh, solutions? Because when you designed or defined the, the segment of, of vendors or services to, to analyze in this document, what was the core functionalities, the main capabilities that you were looking at? So that what constitutes a passwordless solution that makes it more secure? Well, different views exist on what makes a passwordless solution, but a passwordless and phishing-resistant MFA authentication solution should have at least the ability to provide a broad range of authenticators, uh, to have crypto cryptographic approaches, a comprehensive set of APIs, uh, support legacy systems, and some of the major standards and security certifications. Uh, it is true that in a way, everyone is doing passwordless in one way or another. Some of them have their own specific way of doing it. Um, some of them, some of the vendors, for example, they focus on self-sovereign identities to provide a passwordless solution. Others do uh, 
they use blockchain technologies to do that. Others focus more on device management and device trust. Others support passwordless from the initial authentication of the desktop. So it's a very dynamic and competitive market. We see lots of vendors um, focusing on different areas, different parts of the world. Some vendors focus on small, medium enterprise uh, enterprises and other vendors focus on highly regulated industries from like, let's say the banking or the government. So it's a very interesting market and it was a really, really amazing uh, way to cover all of this in this report. Right, and as you said, it's it's a it's a, it's a larger market. Um, are there the the traditional, the usual suspects there, or, or is this also a market where you have lots of innovation, lots of startups, lots of new vendors, new names, or is it a mix of all of this? It's a mix of all of this. Yes, I mean we see the the traditional big vendors doing it, uh, but we also see some vendors that are highly specialized in their own way. Um, but I think. Since it's a very dynamic market, we're going to see many changes in the future. Uh, for example, something that I thought was very interesting, uh, a couple of vendors are doing uh, SIM-based authentication. So they're using the SIM card of the, of the mobile phone to provide this passwordless authentication. Uh, apparently, this is a very popular way of doing it in China, where billions of transactions happen every day. Uh, so this is something that these vendors are trying to bring here in Europe and North America. So we see a lot of different companies doing different things. And it's very exciting. Uh, some of them focus only on enterprise use cases. Some of them focus on consumer use cases. Uh, some of them do both. Um, but we see that trend because uh, I, I, I believe with the help of FIDO2 and WebAuth and recently, in January of this year, the Biden administration released a memorandum uh, arguing in favor of uh, enterprise identity and access controls and achieving a zero trust model and having a phishing resistant MFA across enterprises. So I believe that this is going to be a trigger to more innovative approaches and more vendors jumping into the passwordless market when I think of um, multi-factor authentication and of passwordless, um, I usually come across the, the the mobile phone as one of the uh, of the key um, factors that I that is in in common use at least for me. It is my main second factor usually. So it's a, an application that is on there that uh, um, asks me whether I approve something. Is this a trend that you see in the market as well? And um, where is the market going here? Yes, uh, I think it is, uh, because one of the very important components of what makes a passwordless solution is device trust. Uh, in order to successfully transition to a passwordless solution, I think companies must establish trust in, across their devices and make sure that the right people have access to the right devices. So by implementing strong device trust, uh, organizations can control access to their critical cloud applications. So some of the elements that are important uh, when it comes to, let's say, using the mobile phone to provide passwordless would be device health checks, uh, device roaming, support for bring your own device, and 
there's this term called portable identity, or in some cases, some vendors call it decentralized identity, which is basically being allowed to use multiple devices and maintain the same identity and the same credentials. This sounds like a very obvious thing to say, but uh, this is, of course, one of the major components to making a passwordless solution uh, a reality. Right. So I understand that, uh, as you've described it, there are separate, uh, several different technologies to use, but there are also vendors that cover different um, regions, different countries, different um, different requirements when it comes to local requirements. So the Leadership Compass looks like something that um, can help in identifying the right solution for the right use case. So it is a, a yeah a tool for those who are looking for the for a proper solution um, to aid them in in finding the right um, way forward. Um, is this right? Can do I get that? So it's a it's a one size fits all approach. To find the right solution across the regions, around across the technologies, etc. That's right. Uh, yes, some customers are looking for a particular way of doing passwordless. Some of them have different requirements and needs. So I think this leadership compass does a good job in providing an overview on the market, on the vendors, and some of the innovation approaches that some of these vendors are taking. Great. And um, the, the Leadership Compass is uh, already available. So for those who are interested, please head over to kuppingercoal.com um, and uh, try to uh, uh, have a look at the Leadership Compass on uh, on passwordless authentication. Um, I assume you will be covering that market in the future as well. So you will look at the, the new trends at the next steps that you expect? Yes. Um, I'm really excited to see because... Like I mentioned, this is a very dynamic market and uh, lots of these vendors were very excited to share their approaches to passwordless. They were very enthusiastic and I believe that in the future there are going to be some changes, there are going to be some new trends and hopefully we'll be there to cover them. Great. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, um, thank you very much, uh, Alejandro, for for sharing your insight. From I think this must have been a, a lots of work um, when when there's lots of vendors and a huge market, but nevertheless we came to a comprehensive uh, leadership compass that covers the full market, including the vendors to watch um, that are um, uh, in addition to that also mentioned. So that. Those who are looking for a bit offbeat solution might also be in the right place for finding the right solution for them. For the audience, if you have any questions regarding this topic of passwordless, um, or if you have suggestions of topic we should cover in this analyst chat podcast, please leave a message wherever you are. If you are on YouTube, please go down to the comments section and leave me a comment. Um, if you are listening to that in your um, in, in the podcatcher of your choice, um, just reach out to me, mr at com and drop me a message. For the time being, Alejandro, thank you very much for your time and for joining me from the United States uh, for this episode. So it's a large distance podcast episode and I'm looking forward to having you soon as, um, as a guest for another episode. Thanks, Alejandro. Thank you, Matthias. Bye-bye.